Howdy dogs, um, boys are back again. Jody made his move over from Font Rameau to finally back to sea level. He's probably on the promenade because he is sitting butt cheeky naked. Lifestyle athlete is in Amsterdam. And um, for those actually that want to see this nowadays, we are putting these videos on YouTube. So you can watch them on YouTube um, because we are using new software since a few weeks. How do you like the new software, Joe, since you're the, the, the technicus uh, behind the scenes? It's decent, mate. It's better than the last one. Miles better. That last one caused us no end of issues, didn't it? And they can see our uh, our beautiful faces. We're not just faces for podcasts, are we? We're faces for the TV. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what else did I want to say? Oh, yeah. So we're um, basically uh, last week I did a podcast with Max Stapley. Um, for those that were wondering, he is the, the Traveler Mockery sponsored athlete so once a week i'm doing a podcast with joe that's the regular uh, the, uh, the regular ones that we always do and then the one with max is called what's news where we basically discuss weekly try news and uh our thought about it try not to get it. yourselves cancelled <laughs> uh, not really uh, not really uh, um you know with uh max god that lad can swim can't he did you see him in super league like holy out of the water moly do you reckon if, if he would do a, a full distance he could do something like a low 45? I don't know, mate, but if me and you could swim like that, we'd be deadly, wouldn't we? Oh, my God. Right. Like, he swims <laughs> front peg short distance. I timed him in... Uh, uh, he dropped them in Super League, didn't he? And had a gap getting out of the water in a like 250-meter swim. But I timed him in... Um, oh, where was it? In Font Rameau. I said, do a 110. Look, doing it as easy as you can for 100 meters. This is at 1,900 meters long course, like 1,900 meters above sea level. And he did a 66 from a push off the wall, trying to swim 110 pace. It looked like he was swimming like 125, 130. And he did like, a, just busted out a 66, like cruising, like hardly any effort. Like no rapid. snorkel, no fins. No fins, no snorkel, no paddles, just skin, skin on, skin on water. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, have you got any highs and lows this week? Um... Have I got any highs and lows? Oh my god, the weather turned, mate, in Font Rameau towards the end, and it was grim as anything. Five degrees, chucking it down with rain, and it must have been like almost sleeting on the top of the mountain if you went there. It went from 27 degrees one day, mate, to literally to like being in a heat wave to to like winter time back home in the space of 24 hours. That was a low. That was a blow for the last two days. Well, actually, was it for the last day? No, sorry, it was for the last day. So it was great to actually move away from there in the end when it turned like that but other than that training's just gone really well that's a massive high like feeling really good like swam long course today at sea level and was hitting probably my best times in the pool so absolutely chuffed about that hopefully it will continue till race day and then you never know tom mate i might move i might advance from a 53 minute swimmer i might pull away a bit might give you some work today you might have, might be a 52 then wow <laughs> with without any any gear Love any gear, without any gear, mate, without any gear. That is impressive. That is impressive. Did, only used some little paddles today for the warm-up, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, though, by the way. I had an incident last week in uh, in the pool. So, well, it's not really an incident. It's more like an argument. I'm not really an argument, but something like uh, bad energy flowing. I would call it that, bad energy flowing. With, with a female or a male? Um, well, gender doesn't really matter. But it I know, was, but I just last time I remember you getting hit by a woman, didn't you, with a, with a one of them like straw, a noodle. <laughs> I, I've been hit 
bat and noodle <laughs> in the pool. And um, the, the um, how do you call it, the safety instructor, how do you call it, someone at the some poolside? A trainer. Oh, a lifeguard. A lifeguard. A lifeguard, yeah. He looked at the... Uh, the uh, the footage and he was like yeah you've got you you you've been harassed I've been sexually harassed by a noodle. The but females anyway, are only human, mate. They're only human. They're only their human. eyes aren't painted on. They can only sustain. Uh, they can only withhold so much of the uh, the breath. That anyway, this is what happened. So I was um, I, I booked this swim class and I was just uh, so basically it's always a ten minute warm up. You do something like six hundred meters. And after that, we um, so there's a trainer on poolside, and we had to do drills. So we we were sculling. So first 25 minutes, I was sculling, sculling like a motherfucker, and I was out in the front. So um, I was going off the front, mate, front lane one, sculling. And then after, so it's 25 meters of sculling, and then 25 meters back. And then she was like, um, "Excuse me, do you mind if I uh, go first? I'm." Uh, I was a swimmer. I've been a swimmer. <laughs> that's a bit. That's a bit of a blow, isn't it? So she's like looking at you, and she's like, "He's not a swimmer. There's no way that got that technique could be in front of me." I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that meant, but it, it was something like, "I used to be a swimmer." At that moment, I thought, like, I don't know. All right, you're a swimmer, you know. Fair enough. I'm just a triathlete. I'm just a 54 minute Ironman swimmer. You I'm know? just, I'm just a 54. You know, if you're a swimmer, you're a swimmer. Um, but I can't stand people that are doing these drills and then trying to flip and drill in it so they're like the fastest one out of the pool because the essence. Oh, I essence, hate when people do that. I hate it when people. The essence do that. of a drill is to like perform the drill well. Well, I'm not really a swimmer, so maybe yeah. Janice Fredrina would be like, "Yeah, this is what it is." But I think, like, why would you, like, try and, and smash it? No, it, like, the essence of the drill is, like, to, to execute the, the, the drill in the, in the right way. Yeah. Well, anyway. So she raced she, the drill, did she? Is that what she, she was like? In my opinion, she was flipping racing. Because then, at, at, towards the end, we had to do some 50s, steady. And we always leave five seconds in between. So five seconds in between. She was going, I was catching her up every time. And I was thinking... Where's the swimmer gone? You know, maybe I'm a she's swimmer. Like, <laughs> maybe you. She's maybe like you were thinking maybe I'm a swimmer. But then I was also fired up. I was fired up to show her that I was a that 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 I can. I've got some moves in the pool. <laughs> um, so we had to do a three or four hundred meter. I don't even know, but I knew. I, I so I said to her, "Do you mind if I uh, if I lead?" <laughs> did you say that to her did you say that to her after she already <laughs> yes, said that to you? yes after we had to do like the main set i said do you mind if i if i if i take the lead like the lead back off of you of your swimmer <laughs> so she was like um all right and i was like i'm going to try and rinse this one you know I'm, i want to <laughs> settle this once and for all and i blitzed the first 100 i think in something like 112 or 111 Bloody and hell. then the uh, the worst was like 115, 116. I flip and blitzed it, and I almost swam 50 meters faster in the 400 than her. And then she came back, and I gave her the look. I looked her in the eye. I didn't say anything. I, I actually wanted to say I might not be a swimmer. I'm a 54, but the hell she knows what that means. But I just gave her the look. Like, like Lance Armstrong back on Alpe d'Huez looking at Ulrich before he attacked her. Yes. Like it was like a piece of history. Like if you were a swim fan and you watched that, you'd be like, he's just given her like the proper look. You know, that's like but, the look when you put in a dig. 
Someone, someone that's ra- I can't stand people racing the drills and then be like, "I've been a swimmer. I'm a swimmer." Everyone's looking for their own little victories, mate, in sport and life. And that was her little victory. She was like, "He's doing the drill properly, but he's slow at doing it." So I'm going to go in front of him. She took her little victories when she got the chance. That's what people do. There's no harm in that. Everyone wants to. Everyone There's wants no to be a winner once or twice. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I wish I was a swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> you should imagine that, that must be a compliment though you weren't even a swimmer and you're beating the swimmer like yeah. i mean like what the, what are you if you're beating the swimmer like the seal <laughs> and then after after the set um say something Do you know what like, you should say to her tom no? a well-trained triathlete can beat an untrained swimmer in the pool <laughs> <laughs> or, or i should have said something like oh i feel so rough today i'm hardly moving <laughs> the, um yeah that's um and low of the week for me after that probably in that session i've burned all my minerals and 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 matches because i've been sick after that for a couple of days like the rona i reckon really that bad no it's not really that bad but it's more like sore throat and no energy when training at all like you know someone told me i think it was felipe you know last year when we saw him or before that that when you have a bad when you feel uh, coming down with an illness and you get ill like the next day or the day after you will have an incredible swim and it always seems to happen where you feel awesome in the water and then the next day or the day after you'll come down with illness yeah yeah like, he says this uh, happened to him as well like he's had some of his best swims and the next day he gets ill Hopefully I won't be yeah, ill tomorrow. I had, a good swim. I had a good swim today. Ooh. <laughs> not, not on your standard. Not on, not on your standard, mate, though. Not lapping yeah. people by 50 metres in, uh, in, in a 400. You know, I haven't swum short course in five weeks now. Wow. Every single swim has been long course. So you imagine, mate, like, you imagine on them days when you're tired from a bike and a run, what I'm, like, trying to get to the other end, gasping for breath, like, uh, like I've oh. had my head held under the water and stuff at altitude. Like, I've been the thought in of the it work, makes mate. me sick. <laughs> By the way, I, I I was thinking last week when I was on my um, on my bike, I was thinking about the times last year in Fond Romeo, and I did miss it. I did miss the times like waking up there, going to the bakery, out with the lads, um, with all the other athletes out there, having fun at oh the track. Oh my god! Having... Fuck, sorry, there's on? a rat over there. Did you just see that fucker? Oh my god! Like, there's a huge rat mate right next to me. <laughs> What? We're, we're live on a show, Joe. You can't. Uh... Oh, no, I've got to stop, mate. I can't do this with this fucking rat right next to me. Like he's gonna, like he's huge. He's absolutely <laughs> massive, mate. He's on that thing. He's hiding behind the grass. That that bird. Hey, <laughs> like this rat was on steroids or something. Like the size of him. Like thought he was coming for me when I saw him running down the thing. Right opposite me, like two meters away, two and a half meters, there's a wall. The rat was come running down the vertical wall, and I thought, Jesus, like, is that thing coming after me? Holy crap. Wow. Jody and his little stories. A little ratty. <laughs> a little ratty, mate. Bloody hell, he was on, he was big, like, he was on the Colin Chartier program, I'm telling you, mate. Like, <laughs> How big was he then? Big. He must, his body was like, I don't know, like, I, you can't really what? see him yeah, his body was big, mate. Like, I wouldn't want it. If he was come running after me, I would have gone running indoors, put it this way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking? 
talking about animals. For this time, not talking about myself. Um, the other day, I was out on the bike, and I was thinking, I think if you've got a really quick dog, how you can make him a world champion running dog. You know, you've got these running races, right? Oh, Canyon Cross, what, where you run with a human. No, where a dog just runs and, and jumps over these like things and just runs. Oh, really yeah, quick. yeah. Like they, uh, like they have it like crofts and stuff, like the obstacle course and that, and they run through tunnels yeah. and everything. Yeah, I was thinking, always when a dog pees, the pee is very yellow, right? Yeah. It's because I would say the dogs, because of their fur, they sweat a lot, but they don't take enough electrolytes. Oh, no, so, they don't, mate. And they don't I reckon, But your performance go down. So when you're dehydrated, your performance will go, go down massively, something like 20%, 30%. So I reckon when you would have a really quick dog, you would just feed him a shitload of electrolytes and, and hydrate him, that he would be as quick as anything. Do you think my dog could beat, say, something like a collie or uh, like, uh, what do you think the limit of Ted? So if you took Ted and you got him on your plan, giving him electrolytes, giving him some drink and everything, what level of dog do you think he could beat? If any. you actually, what, you think he could beat any dog? So you think he could beat, he couldn't beat a decent greyhound though, but you think he could beat like a crap greyhound, like a shit one? But he could, like all the greyhounds, they're all dehydrated. Look at it. Every dog that's taking a little wee is always dark yellow. And that I know when I come back yellow. from training and it's dark yellow, I know, ooh, I'm very dehydrated. And I think it's because of the fur. And my dog suffers from gut problems as well. It's like she's on like an old Ironman triathlete or something. Like you give her one dodgy bit of food, her, tummy, her guts are gone for a week, mate. It's a nightmare. Like Exactly. She, she's like an Ironman triathlete. Imagine all the marginal gains that she's leaving out on the floor. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just a free coaching tip, Joe. Take this one with you. Hey, um, before uh, speaking of coaching tips, I want to say hi to two big junkyard dogs that went sub 10 hours with our training plan, Jody. Yeah, I saw that. And one of them went sub 9. 9. Was it sub 9? No, 9.13, but like on uh, a very good performance though. Like, And he sent us a message, a testimonial saying that it, it helped him and his, was it his brother or something or his... Uh, yeah, him and his brother. Like him and his brother, so that was uh, awesome to see. Like, it makes it feel like it's worthwhile, doesn't it, when you uh, get messages like that? Exactly, exactly. This winter, we'll put out more training, um, generic training plans uh, for uh, uh, race specific, so off-season training plan, 70.3, and Ironman plan. But for now, this 16-week training plan, and there's a novice level, and there's a pro level. Um, it's 100 pages thick. Your boys have been crafting. Um, you can you can order it online. It's on uh, uh, um, just Google Traveler Mockery Training Plan, and it will uh, pop up. Anyway, so we go um, over to the main. What did you want to say? I just want to say, like, also if they want to get on a strength and conditioning thing, I've got the app now. What I've been working on for like eighteen months, and that's finally been done. Like, which uh, is well well happy about. And you did a podcast with Kate Baldwin, didn't you, from it as well? Like, where you yeah. talked in some detail. But if anyone wants to get on the app, they can use a code like Big Dog, and it just gets an extra two weeks free. So you like you got two weeks anyway, so you'll get a month free, and you can see whether you like it. You have to put your payment details in because after the month they'll start charging you. But I think you'd like it and you'd want to carry on. But if you don't want to carry on, you think actually this is naff, then you can stop and you won't get charged anything. But it's really good because it coaches you as you go. So like 
you put in it will tell you how many reps to do if you can do if you do less than what it says it will change the weights if you can do more than what it says like reps in reserve it will up the weights it has a scale where you can slide it depending on how fatigued you are so it will change your sessions and it coaches you as you go and you can pick triathlon plan cycling plan swimming plan or running plan and there's an injury one as well for people so this is a strength based uh, plan so if you're looking for uh, strength training you don't know what to do um, Valer is what the app is called and with code big dog is it big dog or big dog 10 you get big two dog, free just weeks big, just, just big dog mate but also there is a All swim right. plan mate and I reckon that that might even turn you down to a 53 minute swimmer I reckon like, well, I'm gonna give it a go I'm gonna give it a go this winter because I'll be scooby dooby daddle busy oh, also, in a couple of days if you're a pro athlete and you've got a pro license, contact me and I've got a free code and you get a free free year because we're giving it out to pros because we know uh, sometimes it can be hard to make ends meet as a pro. So if you want a free membership, contact me. I've got a code if you're a professional athlete and I'll send it to you. All righty. Um, main subject of the wiki. Um, first, first, shall we talk about the 70.3 Ironman World Championships? That was yeah. hosted last weekend in Finland, Lati. Um, well, Joe and I, myself, we aren't our, we aren't the typical seventy point three specialist, but we we know our our we we've got our thoughts in the game, haven't we? We're more like more commentators on the game, on the seventy point three game. Well, from what I watched of the race, how it folded out. Did you watch the race or not? Did you see the results? Uh, both. All right. It looked like basically to me. You just need to make the front pack, and then there is like motorbike interference on and off throughout the race, isn't there? Like coming close on the side, close on in front, then they go away. It's not like they're there the whole time, but little bits. But basically, if you make the group, you've got a good chance that you're going to stay as long as you're good enough to stay in the group. You're going to be there for the run, and that's what it seemed like happened. And then you got to a hill towards the end, it broke up, broke down a bit because like you don't really gain much in terms of like aerodynamics do you um like advantage from the bikes and that so when it got to the hill towards the end it separated a little bit and then it was a running race between the front group and a ger young german guy rico bogan i think that's his name is it one yep <laughs> what do you think what do you think how it planned out because like the chase group was drilling it like i couldn't believe it didn't come back like um well apart from um apart from from uh, um I think Frederick Funk shared his uh, data today. So he's the vice world champion, came in second uh, uh, today. And you can say to me whether those are big daddy watts or not. So he did 338 watts average and 351 normalized. Um, that's what he did. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're solid. But I mean, the numbers are always going to be big because you're going to work just as hard regardless of if you get motorbike interference or not aren't you it's not like you're going to slow down but mm -hmm. then it's impossible for the groups to come back isn't it from behind and i think it looked like it did have that i mean no problem no fault of the athletes the you know don't hate the player hate the game you know it's just a shame that that's iron man seemed to do it like a lot like quite a bit and i don't think it was like pulled along the whole time but i think like little bits they come close and it's like if they come close for a minute or two minutes you know that lead motorbike when there's a few of them and even to the side like you know uh, Tom our mate from my windsock he said that even when they're to the side it creates a massive area of low pressure which actually when the motorbikes are to the side sucks you along massively and really pulls you along um, mm -hmm. 
so that has a that has a big impact on it as well. Um, also, um, right. what's that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking at the time splits, but the the difference between uh, so the front pack maybe came off the bike with a uh, three and a half minute lead off of Sam Long, and Sam Long was not really uh, um, the front pack swimmer, wasn't he? So um, it's not it, it's not a massive massive interference, you know. And still, if you look at the run splits. They all run one nowadays. One one eleven. Yeah, that was a tough. Nuts. I think that was that was a tough run as well. Like from what people were saying on the yeah. course and stuff. What would you say was the better standard then? The pit, what or harder to win from the races that have happened this year? Would you say it's been harder to win a PTO race or seventy point three worlds? What's your opinion on that? Um. Well, I think nowadays. There are just so many uh, um, traveling is a sport with free di disciplines. <laughs> well, hello, <laughs> and you can only train an X amount for every sport. And I think a lot of athletes are very close within the same range. You know, so you're not going to ride 350 watts average. Well, maybe one or two athletes, but then the athletes, them athletes will probably drag some other people along. And then you're not going to run very much faster than a 111, are you? So what I think is just the level has gone up so much for so many athletes that it just is now pretty close to each other. And it looks like that just certain athletes that focus on one or two races, you know, that just at hyper-focus to one race, and then get really well rested and have have their best days or uh, 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 on that day uh, are going to win that race because I think if you swim front pack whether it's a PTO Asia race or or uh, this race and you're able to ride 310 320 watts on the bike and then run a 111 you can you can as well maybe uh, uh, one uh, win a PTO Asia or or a um, how do you call it like a, a podium you know I don't think it's that big of a difference. Yes, a lot of top athletes that race PTO Asia had their stomach problems for um, for this uh, this race, but then still, uh, it's pretty crazy what you have to do, right? It's not like they won with a one fifteen half marathon and, and some chilling out on the bike. Well, now nah, no one's going to win for one fifteen nowadays, are they? Um, and um, so you would say they're all pretty equal. You would say it doesn't matter on the name. There's a lot of people that can do these performances. The strength and depth basically has gone up, and it's not just like four good people. So if the, even if these four good people aren't there, you would say there's still like another 15 or 20 people that are basically on a similar ability, and any one of those guys can win. And this is a guy who won, and he's on a similar ability to a lot of other athletes. Is that what you're saying, basically? Yes, so yes, that's what I think. People. Also, when you look at, for example... Um, one thing that is for sure, you probably won't win a 70.3 with this field anymore if you're not in the uh, not in the front pack swim. Or you need to have a crazy, insanely bike. But otherwise, you're probably not gonna gonna win the race or even podium. You know, you can see it with every oh, yeah. race. Um, with you, you almost always need to swim front pack. And but I think still, um, I think part yeah. of that is with these ones is it's a 12 meter draft zone. Yeah, Whereas the PTO correct. is a 20, and with the 20 meter one, it seems like people are able to ride up when they don't make the groups. Whereas yeah. with the 12 meter ones, you're, you're, you're screwed, especially if they do have this motorbike interference as well, little bits of it. Whereas in the PTO races, because it's 20 meters, 
it's impossible that a motorbike in front of the first person can help the second person because if there's 20 meters between the first and second person, there's no way someone who's 25, 30, or like say 40 meters behind a mm -hmm. motorbike is really getting that much. So yeah, and like, the, and the only kind of people that are able to bridge up are people like Sam Long, Didlev, Frederick yeah. Funk, and then other people that may be able are able to follow their wheels. And yes, an Ironman is 12 meters, and just like. And nine out of ten times is seven meters, eight meters, and that means like yeah. instead of three hundred and fifty watts, you need to do three hundred watts, and like a lot of people can do three hundred watts, you know. I don't even think it's like that. I think it's easier than that in some races. Like I know when I've been in a pack before, and on the front I've been putting out three twenty, three thirty, and then I'm sat in sixth person, I'm doing two twenty. But like, don't you think like, it's just just nowadays uh, insane how many people are able to do? some sort of uh, performance you know uh, uh, I remember when I started racing back in 2017 as an amateur as an age grouper I think no one was running a 110 111 it was more like 113 115 and then uh, that was only like two or three pros and then the rest of the pros were just running like 118s 117 something like that but nowadays if you look in the top 10 there's only one athlete, well, it's the world championship, but only one athlete that probably had a very, very, very shit day and came in fifth with a 115, but all the others, 112, 112, 110, 112, 110, till, till like the 10th place, all 110, you know, it's a crazy pace. If you do the Ironman, if you do a, a half marathon, for example, in Hamburg, uh, that's not the main race there because the marathon in Hamburg is the main one, but you can probably win the half marathon there or, or podium with a... 110 and this is off the bike in a swim you know so uh so you're impressed i'm impressed i'm impressed i'm thinking like yeah how the hell yeah oh mark <laughs> dubrick mark dubrick who was on our training camp got the fastest run as well yeah i saw that 110 if you were running with him on the track how did you compare because i know you with all respect jody you are an ironman kind of guy but in half you are pretty shit uh, well, I didn't do a track session with him, but I mean, like, to be fair, on the track, I'm pretty good on the track, to be fair. Like, I did a session with Max Stapley, and uh, we were together for the whole thing. But, like, I was down to running 215 for the 800 rep in the last set, 65, 62s for the last four, two 400s. Mm -hmm. And I can pretty comfortably run 66s, 67s if I'm repping a lot of 400s off... Uh, you know, shortish recovery. So I'm pretty good on the track, to be to be fair. But M Mark um, didn't do the same sessions as us. He was doing slightly different things. Um, so you couldn't really say. But, I mean, the track running, I wouldn't say my speed is what lets me down in a half because I don't think there's many half-distance athletes or Ironman athletes that can finish a track session with a 61-second 400 and not be full-on, you know. So um, I, w I wouldn't say that that's uh, a weakness of mine. I would say it's but just, also looking at the uh, the women's field, you know, Tamara Jewett one fifteen, Cap Matthews one sixteen, Taylor Nett one eighteen, Emma Pellant one seventeen, and mind you, this is a tough course, you know, this is a hilly hilly course. So uh, yeah, I just think nowadays that the uh, the differences are just so so that you need to have an absolute flying day, and otherwise you're uh, you're not going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, 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 uh. Do you want to have a little look forward to the Ironman World Championships? Where about you are racing, or do you think that's too soon and you want to save that one for uh, for next week? We'll save that for next week, mate. We'll save that for next week, and I'll let you know how the training's gone in Nice and looking forward to it. 
All right, fair enough. Uh, one thing I do want to say is Jody and I made the last minute decision to fly out to uh, um, that I'm coming to Ironman Nice, where we are going to do uh, two or maybe three uh, podcasts, which of uh, two uh, probably live. So you can be there and be square. Um, and we'll do a easy flush out run in the morning. That will probably be Friday morning. Um, for the people that are not racing, there will be a lifestyle athlete night on Thursday night and a travel mockery post world championships beer mile run, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I'll definitely do the beer mile afterwards. Probably be like Monday afternoon before we go out in the evening or something like for some food and stuff. So probably around like, I reckon 3 PM ish, something like that on the Monday. All right. But we'll give the exact time details in our next podcast next week. Um, so yeah, well, we bo- will both be there. Is there anything else that I'm missing? Yes, I won't be there, by the way, for race week. I'm leaving on the Friday evening. That is such a shame, mate. That is such a shame. I know, but I've only got from Monday to Friday, and then uh, the apples are uh, calling me. Tommy. <laughs> the <laughs> apple day, wait until Monday. <laughs> by the way, we are really doing something wrong, you know, because I've seen fellow fellow um uh, podcasters uh hosting uh, um uh, live podcast and and uh you know from pro trainees how they train they've always got sponsors on board joe they they even managed to, to slack people to pay for the uh, appearance fee we haven't got any of that and then i was looking at our uh then i was looking at our boys from uh that gustav and christian blumenfeld they own the santera tech right They've managed to sell so many of these damn lactate strips that they even got a triathlon team in the Super League. A Super League team? Yeah, the Santara Tech Super League team. Mate, we're definitely doing something wrong. I don't know what it is. Um, If it's you, if it's me. (laughs) Maybe we don't wear the right aftershave. Who knows? Like, uh, something's not not on, is it? (laughs) I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but um, we'll just keep grafting, and then maybe someday, maybe someday. Maybe someday. But anyway, we'll um, a pint. yeah. <laughs> I will, uh, I will see you next week, mate. All right, catch you later. I'll give you an update on how things go. <laughs> All right, see you. Bye. See you. Bye.